This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Uh, 7 o'clock on Saturday mornings, so you can tee it up with Phil Totorangi, who joins us now, and we're ever so grateful that he's been doing it with us uh, on a regular basis to reflect on what has happened in golf, and I guess it's about the Olympics as well, Phil, uh, and Xander Shoffley fulfilling a dream. Yeah, what's funny, it was, um, you know, golf back in the Olympics is, hasn't been universally adopted, to be fair, and not even by our own, um, and so... Uh, through the first three days, as it is kind of through the heats, I guess, you're waiting until the medal's on the line. And it's fair to say Sunday afternoon, even with Ryan Fox, and we'll come to Ryan in just a few moments, even with him out of contention, things started to heat up a little bit when they uh, they got close to the finish line. And, and Xander Shoffley, well, he's been kind of the, the bridesmaid in all the big tournaments. Even though he's only kind of five, six years into his uh, professional career, he's been a uh, perennial contender at the big four and managed to come out on top when, fair to say, the, um, the old sphincter started getting a little bit tweaky towards the end. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure his was as well. Uh, uh, look, C.T. Pan, uh, who's an up-and-comer and a really accomplished player, getting the bronze, but the surprise for me, not Rory McIlroy yeah. getting silver, Rory, yeah. Rory Sabatini out of nowhere. I know you've done your homework on Rory Sabatini, Smithy, but are, are you fully aware of his story? Well, I, I know, you know, he's basically South African, but he, he wasn't playing for them. Not at all. No, he wasn't. No, and, and it's, it's been a bit of a curious one. So just, just for, for, the, for the listeners, maybe, that, that aren't so aware of, of Rory Sabatini, maybe you wouldn't have even watched the golf, but just tell, tell this story. So you go back five, six years ago, and Rory's... Um, Rory's had a, had a couple of goes round at marriage and it hasn't worked out. So the third time around, he ended up marrying a Slovakian and her uncle is the, uh, what is he, the commissioner of golf in Slovakia. 30 courses, um, maybe not more than 8,000 golfers all up. He mentions it to, um, to his niece that maybe her new husband might want to consider playing for Slovakia. It was all kind of hush hushed away and no you can't be serious and then it came down to just over a couple of years ago when the cutoff was uh was for the olympics to declare those athletes that would go into the olympic program and uh rory had to consider either giving up uh his, his rights to possibly represent south africa in the olympics one day and adopt a new country hell yeah why not uh so he declared his his uh citizenship through marriage um, to Slovakia. Of course, they don't have any golfers inside the top 800 in the world, so 
uh, as a former top 10 player in the world. He plays on the PGA Tour, has won six times this, that, and the others won, what's he won, about 38 million US dollars in career earnings. Of course he was going to represent Slovakia in the Olympics. Um, but this year, Smithy, <laughs> his form has been equally as poor as it has been good. He's only had one top 10 on the season. He's missed more cuts than he has made. Uh, came in here off of four weekends off, com- you know, completely out of form. Comes into the last day and shoots a 61. 61. Mm. Mm. So give him the silver medal yeah. for that. Oh, he gets a silver medal, all right. He stands on the dais out of nowhere. Uh, the Kasumi Gaseki Country Club wasn't quite uh, to Ryan Fox's liking until the last day. Yeah, and he mentioned it to, to you last week, uh, listening to that interview, and, and, and great for Ryan. He's, he's always so great with the media and, and, and so honest. You get a, a great insight into uh, what's going on in his life and in his world trying to apply his trade around the, uh, around the globe, um, that he needed to drive the ball well at Kasumi Naseki to, to play well. It, it looked like he was maybe just a little sideways with that at times until the last day, as you mentioned, shot seven under par. I checked with him a little bit. He says, better than nothing, I'll take it. Um, but it just took a little while to get the, uh, get the swing into, uh, into action in, in Japan. And so um, uncharacteristically made a lot of pars. Uh, didn't make me birdies throughout the course of the first three days. Just saved them all up to the last day. So he'll be disappointed that he didn't um, didn't get himself in contention. But I think the the overwhelming thing, and maybe to put a cap on the Olympics, Smithy, is that a lot of the golfers come in there, and, and Rory McIlroy was mostly the most outspoken of all of those that turned up, thinking that he was there more of as an ambassador for the game, not so much to compete, and maybe wasn't so uh, caught up in, in the Olympic spirit. Um, in, the, in the space of a week, he's, he's completely changed his mindset. He's really looking forward mm. to Paris and trying to earn his way to, to go there. Um, and he, he said at the end of it, never has he tried so hard to finish third in a tournament with that seven-way playoff for the bronze medal. So I think there's been a lot of things that have come out of it, Smitty. Um, for mine, I'd still like to see a team format Something where if uh, if Ryan, for instance, had a teammate, um, there's something still to play for on that last day. Uh, when you're out of contention for those top three medals, maybe there's something else in there that has a slightly more nationalistic approach than just playing as an individual for an individual medal. So that's a work on for, uh, for the powers that be. But um, I think for the men, it was a successful competition. And now we kind of turn our turn our focus in the golfing world to uh, to the women's competition starting tomorrow. Yeah, Inby Park is the defending champion there. Well, I like that concept, actually, that team's concept. A, a little bit Ryder Cupish, if you like, uh, involving teams and maybe mixed foursomes and things of that nature. I think there's, there's endless possibilities, so I think, to jazz it up a wee bit. You, the US have four competitors. Uh, Korea have four competitors um, due to world rankings, etc. Uh, we have one, uh, of course, that is Lydia Ko. Uh, what's her form like going into this, Phil, and, and do you think this course will suit her? Yeah, look, it's going to be a big course. First, about the course, uh, the, the, the women's course is going to play about 800 uh, yards less than the men's setup. It's going to still be a long course for the, for the woman. It's about 6,600 yards, so 6,000 metres, which is 
basically close to what a US Open setup will be like. Um, for those that watched a little bit, the rough was pretty um, pretty gnarly. If you if you find yourself a little offline, women tend to be a little bit straighter off the tee than the men. Um, so, but I, I still think the with the conditions, um, with with some of the green complexes and certainly that rough, that it's going to be a tough test for the woman. Um, I think for Lydia in in her form coming in, it was great to see her get another win back on the resume earlier this year. Certainly her form has been trending. Her last start a couple of weeks ago in um, in the Evian resulted in a top 10 in a major and she was right in the mix heading into the last day. And so I, I think it's, it's fair to say her game is poised right in the right spot to contend. It won't be easy, however. You mentioned about the uh, the South Korean team. They've got four out of the top six women on the official world ranking. Um, you throw into that Nellie Corder, who's the number one ranked woman in the world at the moment, playing for, um, for the US team, playing alongside of her sister. And it feels like, I think the, the top 20 women on the official world rankings are all in the field here. Smithy, it feels like it, it's a lot more uh, equitable across the board in the women's field that a winner could come from a little bit further down the list. I do suspect, however, over the course of 72 holes of straight play, we will see some favourites rise to the top and, and for Indy Park. Um, unlike in the men's game, as you mentioned last week, Justin Rose won the gold medal in Rio. She will be back, and she'll be a tough customer to hit off as well. Well, it starts tomorrow morning, and uh, on Saturday morning at 7 o'clock, uh, Phil Tautarangi teeing it up with Phil. You will uh, have uh, an update. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely, and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.